Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. And normally, yeah, Wednesdays are a boring show. I have to pick and choose what to find and entertain you guys with. And then I throw in the picks for today or the picks for the day in the other sports that are going on during the day. You know, the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL. Well, I'm still going to get the game picks, but... You know, that funny phrase that Mike Tyson once said where everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth? Your boys got punched in the mouth today as far as the news is concerned because, whoo, boy, oh boy, oh boy. First you have Pete Carroll who, I don't know if he's fired or not, but he's out as Seattle's head coach, but he's going to be part of the team as an advisor. Kind of like the Bucks did with Bruce Arians where Bruce retired and he's up there as just a little consultant for Jason Light. So Seattle's getting that. But the biggest news of all, and this is the funniest thing of how I heard this or heard about it. I'm going to shout out to my buddy Jesse Ellis who, huge Alabama fan, broke this story for me, actually. But the GOAT, Nick Saban, is gone. He's going to retire from Alabama. This is not a eulogy, but everybody's giving flowers to Harbaugh, but in reality, it's his standard. So that will be, it's the standard that is gone, and I'll give you my thoughts on Nick Saban's legacy at Alabama and what it's meant to college football as a whole, and then I'll give you my thoughts on what Alabama could or should do. Now, Tide fans, you can leave it in the comment section, either on Rumble or any of the audio platforms where you find this show. But I'll give you my thoughts, and that's the audit report for today. And by the way, that is how the audit report's going to get used for the rest of this year. It's basically, that's what Headline Wednesday, that's the segment that's going to get used. That's what the audit report's going to turn into for the rest of the year. It's basically going to turn into... Just my normal ramblings if you have breaking news or story time with Austin. If you saw the late night editions of the show on Rumble or any of that for the matter. But that's the those are the biggest news headlines. I'll give you my thoughts and then give you the picks. First off, because I originally was going to do the pre I was gonna preview the matchups. For Wild Card Weekend, I was going to preview the keys and give you the keys for each game. I wasn't going to pick those. That's what Saturday will be for. Again, remember, Prediction Friday gets split into two episodes now. But that's what I was going to do. I was going to actually preview the AFC today. That was my plan. I was going to preview the AFC matchups today. But... With the Nick Saban news and then the Pete Carroll news, kind of changed things. So, here's what I'll do. I'll do the picks first, get you guys out of that, and then I'm just going to ramble on about these two. You know, that the Seattle one is strange to me. I, I don't get what is going on up there because I just don't, I don't get it. I don't, Seattle is doing the exact same thing here. As I said at the beginning of the show, Seattle's doing the exact same thing to what Tampa did with Bruce Arians after uh, 
Tampa failed to repeat as Super Bowl champions back in the 21-22 season. Like, it it just, it feels that way as a Bucks fan. That's what it looks like. So, Seahawks fans, I don't know. I really don't. You know, I'm, I'm jumping around here, but that's honestly what I think of that right now. I, I don't know what's going on up there, but I'll give you my thoughts on what this means for Seattle and maybe even Geno Smith because it doesn't look good for Geno. I'm sorry. It, it won't. And then I'll save Nick Saban for last. So let's go ahead because I already did the Pete Carroll thing, but I'll throw in the after effects of what these firings do to the team going forward. But let me go ahead and give you guys the picks and then... I'll be out of here for I'll be out of here for the day. But again, the hugest news. I'm gonna keep ramming it home for all of you down there in the deep south. But Nick Saban is out as Alabama head coach. He's retiring. He's not fired, he's just retiring, which okay, fine. But this is just it just really is interesting. But anyway. Let's go ahead and give you guys the picks and get out of here. Again, picks are odds courtesy of ESPN Bet. Let's start in the NBA. Uh, let's go Boston minus 10.5 over Minnesota. Philly minus 1.5 over Atlanta. And I'll take the Clippers minus 10.5 over the Raptors. So go Clippers. Go Celtics and go with trying to forget the other one Celtics oh and the Sixers there you go that was the other team so Sixers Celtics Clippers those are your winners today and then in the NHL let's go ahead and give you guys your picks only three games so this is actually going to be really easy for me to do uh, let's go Philly minus 185 on the money line. So as far as the score goes, 2-1 Philly. Dallas minus 200 on the money line. That game is on TNT tonight. Um, let's go 3-1 Dallas over Minnesota as the score there. And then the other game on TNT tonight, Vegas and the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado minus 140 at home. So I'm going to go plus 140 the other way. I think it's the other way around for Vegas. and I don't know quite how the money line works, but take plus whatever it is for Vegas because they'll win this one on the road. Go, go Vegas, go Philly, and go with Dallas. Those are your winners today. And then to wrap up the picks, let's go to college basketball. In the top 25, Go Kansas, minus 7.5. Go North Carolina, minus 3.5 in the battle of one of the triangle schools. North Carolina over NC State. North Carolina, minus 3.5. UConn over Xavier, minus 4.5. Wisconsin over Ohio State, plus 2.5. And, drumroll please, Marquette, minus 11.5 over Butler. So Marquette, Ohio State, and North Carolina, and Kansas. Those are your picks tonight in college basketball. 
So with all those picks out of the way and relatively eight minutes into the show, I'm going to go ahead and just spend the rest of this time ranting about Nick Saban. Because once again, I'm sorry people watching on Rumble or listening on audio, but I'm a little, I'm a little low in the chair a little bit. I had to fix myself back in the frame. Maybe if you're watching on Rumble, you only see Pardon me, and I'm kind of skipping in and out here as I'm moving, but I just have to change that a little bit. But anyway, again with the Pete Carroll story, I again, I don't know what's going on there, but all I can tell you is whoever goes to that Seattle job, I don't know if they're going to like, I don't know if they're going to make Geno the starter or Drew Locke, but it's not the greatest selling point up there in the Pacific Northwest. You have a defense that's been okay, but I honestly believe who comes in, whoever comes into Seattle, will be wanting their own guy. So basically, Geno Smith, his numbers, or not his numbers, his days in Seattle will be done. Because I, I don't know. I, I just don't. Get it. Now, as far as Nick Saban, and I'm going to spend the rest of the show on this. Congrats, coach. You know why? You built the standard. I know everybody, everybody is kissing Jim Harbaugh's butt right now. They're going, man, and I've heard it the last couple days. Man, Harbaugh went to San Diego, an FCS school for those that are outside of the West Coast. It's an FCS school, like 1AA or even... I think San Diego, the one, because there's UC San Diego, which is Division Two, which is in the uh, same realm of the NCAA as my alma mater, Cal State San Bernardino. And then there's San Diego. Uh, Harbaugh went to San Diego, got them to win, I think it was either a league title or a national championship in the FCS level, I believe. And then at Stanford, where he had Andrew Luck, Toby Gerhardt, I think he had Christian McCaffrey there. No, I, that was David Shaw. Yeah, that was David Shaw who had that. But you had Toby Gerhardt, Andrew Luck, and I think you had a very young Christian McCaffrey before you left for the Niners. By the way, you got to the Fiesta Bowl, and that's as close as Stanford got, and they haven't been back since. You know, even with... When David Shaw had Christian McCaffrey, they got there once and then haven't been back since. And then you went to the Niners, came within five yards of winning a Super Bowl over your brother. By the way, that is still P.I. in my opinion, but it was still P.I. on Michael Crabtree in that Super Bowl. I will still go to my grave with that. And now you win a national championship in Michigan. A, in a year where basically you beat Ohio State with no quarterback. You know, Ohio State had quarterback issues. Uh, you were the best team all year. You had the best defense all year. But everybody's giving Jim Harbaugh his flowers, yet he's only won one title. Urban Meyer, for as much shit as he gets for... Not doing well in Jacksonville. He did win three titles. Two at Florida. And one at Ohio State. 
Kirby Smart, before this year, had back-to-back -back titles. Even Kirby Smart has beaten Jim Harbaugh in a college football playoff semifinal. So yes, Jimmy, congratulations. You won your title. Come back to the NFL where you belong. That's fine. But Nick Saban is college football. Six, actually seven national titles. Because remember, uh, back in the BCS era, they won a national title against Oklahoma and against the Heisman Trophy winner, Jason White. That's actually where I learned about the Heisman curse back then when I was nine years older. And yeah, I was nine years old at the time with that game. And LSU was just great that day. So seven national titles for Nick Saban. Six at Alabama. Top recruiting classes every year he was there. But there was more to Saban than what he did on the field. I know I wasn't around for Bear Bryant. I wasn't alive. I wasn't even an idea. I was barely around for Joe Bob. Uh, Joe Paterno, I almost said Joe Biden, uh, Joe Paterno and Bobby Bowden. I was barely around for those guys. I was around for Pete Carroll, and he built a dynasty at SC. SC has not been the same since he left. They're getting there with Lincoln Riley, but I don't think it's going to last long. But Nick Saban built the standard. He built it. He is the reason... That half the country does not and cannot stand the SEC. And it's not because nobody likes the South. Trust me. I'd love to go see a game in Tuscaloosa or Athens or see how great these southern schools actually love their football. I love the passion. But man, Saban knew how to recruit and he knew how to coach. And I don't think there will be anybody who can match Yes, Jim Harbaugh has proven he can go places and win. Yes, Urban Meyer proved he can go to big programs and win. He, can, he proved he went to Utah and Bowling Green and made something out of those schools. But what Nick Saban truly did and what he honestly means to college football is he lifted an entire region and made the SEC a relevant conference. I mean, think about it. You could not watch a college football game for 15 years. Actually, if you go all the way back to 2003, 21 years. Now, I, I know he was a coach at Michigan State, but people barely remember that. Even I don't. I, I don't remember that much at all. But, yes, that is there. It's in history, but nobody completely remembers. But in my lifetime, Nick Saban... In 20 plus years, made the SEC relevant, made every school in that conference feel like, yeah, we are the best team in the best conference. We play in that conference regardless of what it is. So he uplifted an entire region, he uplifted a conference, and in a lot of ways, he changed how most of these schools in this country approach football because if you look back the Big Ten was mostly schools that had what a bunch of big fat dudes who had very little to no speed 
But because Nick Saban was able to win and able to out-recruit and out-coach, guess what? Everybody in the country started to go down south to get their recruits for whatever school they're going to. So Nick Saban's legacy doesn't just stop at Alabama. It has uplifted the Southeast. And in a lot of ways, it's made college football very, very, at least, good to watch. I know some people can argue that it was stale because Alabama basically got there every year and they just outplayed everybody and it wasn't fair because Alabama just knew how to handle it. But, you know... Nick Saban is just doing his job. So there's nothing else you can truly look back and say, you know, this was this was a good idea. But anyway, I know I'm, I'm rambling too much, but I told you this is what the audit report is. It's just me rambling at this point now. So again, for Nick Saban, congratulations, coach. If this truly is it, you elevated college football, you elevated the Southeast, and you made Alabama at least watchable. I don't know what Alabama will do going forward, but whoever they get, and I was telling my friend this, the one who broke the news for me, whoever Alabama gets, they need to at least, if not be a great Recruiter, they need to be as good of a coach as Nick Saban. And I don't know if there are going to be any coaches as good as him ever again. So congratulations, Coach Saban. Enjoy your retirement. Because the rest of the country, whether we want to admit it or not, really appreciates what you did for college football. All right. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick. Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. Or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can also listen... Actually, you can watch this show. I... I kept going on with the audio reads. But you can watch this show on rumble.com on your desktop computer or download the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Store. Once you do that, search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. On Rumble, please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe, and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show, which I believe now is up to 643. But, or no, yeah, it is up to 643. But like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the algorithms. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow the show's Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast. The Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. 
Uh, for post-episode interaction, follow me personally on X at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. For non-show-related content, follow my Instagram at AustiSpamonti or my Snapchat. My Instagram is AustiSpamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. And on Snapchat, it's Austin Gerke. 14, 14 being my lucky number. So Austin Gerke 14 on Snapchat and Austin Spamonti on Instagram for non-show related content. With that, I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching. This has been the Austin Side of Podcast and don't worry NFL fans, you'll get your show back because I promise as long as no major breaking news happens, um, yeah, as long as no major news happens, I will get to the playoff preview like I was actually planning today. But thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Garkey, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.